Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and thanks for listening in. My name is Alex Matthew and this is the daily morning update from ET Now. It's nearly the weekend. Here's everything that you need to know before it starts. Today is the 23rd of April. Ratings agency Fitch Ratings has affirmed India's sovereign rating at triple B minus with a negative outlook. The agency said that India's rating balances a strong medium-term growth outlook and external resilience from solid foreign reserve buffers against high public debt, a weak financial sector and some lagging structural factors. The negative outlook it said reflected lingering uncertainty around the debt trajectory following the sharp deterioration in India's public fin- finance metrics due to the pandemic shock. India's GDP is estimated according to Fitch ratings to grow 12.8% in the current financial year, moderating to 5.8% in FY23 from an estimated contraction of 7.5% in the financial year that ended on the 31st of March. But the recent surge in COVID-19 cases poses a downside risk to the outlook for this year. And that is a grim worry indeed. India became the first country in the world to report over 3 lakh cases yesterday in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. And that number is likely to rise before it starts falling. The minutes of the RBI Monetary Policy Committee's last meeting earlier this month told us what Governor Shakti Kanta Das had already spelled out in so many words, that the MPC had chosen to look through near-term inflation worries and stayed supportive of India's growth by maintaining its accommodative monetary policy stance. Members continue to see the COVID-19 pandemic as a major downside risk to growth. For now, though, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman says India's growth outlook, divestment plans and spending based on the budget for the new financial year are on course. She was speaking at an event here when she said that it was too early to say whether localized lockdowns would damage growth. The Indian government has eased rules for capital expenditure by government departments as it seeks to increase spending to bolster growth. In a memorandum on Thursday, the finance ministry said restrictions put in place in 2017 on monthly and quarterly spending by ministries would not apply for capital expenditure. The relaxations are effective immediately and will be in force until further orders. In international news, the Biden administration in the US is looking to double the capital gains tax charged to wealthy investors, that is those earning more than 1 million dollars. This must be seen in context of recent announcements on infrastructure spending and is consistent with campaign promises that the president had made during his election campaign. Coupled with the surcharge on investment income that is currently levied, the uh, tax, the federal tax rates for wealthy investors could end up being as high as 43.4%. Now that report prompted a bout of selling on Wall Street. The three benchmark indices ended lower by nearly a percent each. And it's a mixed start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region as well. The Nikkei 225 in Japan was lower last I checked, while the Hang Seng and the Kospi were trading higher. In the cryptocurrency market, Bitcoin declined for the sixth time in seven days, extending losses after the report on Joe Biden's capital gains proposal. The slide pushed the cryptocurrency lower by as much as 8% to about $50,500, sending it below the low that was reached on Sunday. Now, turning to the equity markets back here in India. 
You could see some selling pressure continue as foreign institutional investors continue to sell. They sold over 900 crore rupees worth of equity on a net basis and that was nearly matched by buying from domestic institutions. Of course, yesterday you saw quite the smart recovery from the low point of the day. The Nifty 50 hit uh, 14,151 early in the session before bouncing back and actually ending over 100 points higher. Based on what we're seeing, expect markets to be range-bound today. You could also see a sentimental shift based on the latest data on the COVID-19 pandemic that will be out shortly. Now, among stocks that I'm looking at, you could have some reaction from Tata Motors, where Jaguar Land Rover, which, as you know, contributes a large chunk of the company's consolidated revenue and profits, has shut down its plants for about a week on account of a shortage of semiconductors. HCL Tech, among the nifty companies, will report its earnings today, and Tata Alexi might uh, respond to earnings or react to earnings that were reported yesterday. Revenue came in at 518 crore rupees compared with 477 crore rupees in the sequential quarter. And PAT came in at 115.16 crore rupees. And that compares with 105 crore rupees in the previous quarter. Well, that's more or less what we have for you on this edition of the Rise with India podcast. But don't forget to hit subscribe if you'd like to listen to this on a regular basis. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now.